Hello, 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 and welcome to Bitches with Beards. On today's episode, I wonder, am I Golden Girls cursed? And let me tell you, fancy, here's your one chance. Don't let me down. We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And if you're wondering who the fuck we are and why we have a podcast, and I think we better get on the episode. I think we should. Cheers. Salute. Yeah, I'm Golden Girls Cursed. Every time the hubs turns on the episode, I get the clip show. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. We don't like the compilations. I'm sorry, but when I'm on a diet, I don't want to see them eat cheesecake and then go, do you remember that time? I'm like, no. Oh, it's 30 minutes of cheesecake? No, it's four minutes of cheesecake and like another 14 minutes of, you know, out of out of sync clips. So... Oh. But you need to build up with Golden Girls. Like, you do need to, And it is funny, but that's just me. I'm Golden Girls cursed. There's worse that can happen. Uh, there's true. There's worse that could happen to you. So so how often has this Golden Girls curse been happening this week is my question, I guess. I realised the patterns today. Oh, um, last night we were, we were watching something and I was like, oh, it, it's a clip show. <laughs> it's a clip show. <laughs> oh, there's another one too. It's a clip show. It's a clip show. I think is there a, is there the, is there a more dreaded term in the American sitcom vernacular than it's a clip show? A compilation show, I think, is the other one. It's the same thing, really. And on that note, we go to a clip show. <laughs> one of the greatest clip shows ever made was the Clerks Kevin Smith TV series, the cartoon series, and the second episode was a clip show, and they basically kept going. Do you remember the time? And it went back to the week before. Uh, which would have been purely meta genius, but they decided to check. They decided to show the second episode first, so it didn't make any sense. Oh, that's when they made the scheduling. Ah, poor timing on their part, Kevin Smith. Mm. Talking of poor timing, how was your week? Oh my week! Uh, you know about the struggles and the strifes that I've had with staff, and we're not going to go into that one. Yes, then you has a staff infection. Uh, <laughs> we've got some sort of infection going on with people working for us. Um. I did something that was very much a because I'm single and because I can type situation. Do you know what I did Monday afternoon? Because it was a gorgeous day here in D.C. You took a poo of the door open. No, I went down to the Tulip Library after uh, work. Like, it was just wonderful. Like, the cherry blossoms had already been blooming. And, like, I was doing photos for a research project. And it was just a gorgeous day. Like, the tourists were a little bit, <laughs> but, you know... It was, nice. it was nice. It was nice. I did notice. I see some stuff come up. I see it on Instagram. I'm like, ooh, someone's been touring. I, I was I, very much, listeners, I do the entire thing of like, I pretend I'm a tourist in the city I live in, but it's a great city to be a tourist in, in my opinion. So I do it. Yeah, but do you ever get embarrassed when you get visitors and they go, did you see so-and-so? And you're like, oh, not yet. No, I don't, because I typically go into Tour Guide Bar... Barbie and like, well then let's go. Let's go see it. Like, let's go see it. I like it. Yeah, you know, that's part of my job in a roundabout way. So recently we got down to the Cherry Blossoms on the dreaded Sunday where the whole DC got trapped. Because I was like, go, 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 go. <laughs> You've got to go. Yeah, and then we got trapped down at the bloody National Mall. 
Well, I didn't tell you to drive, though. That, that was the God, thing. God, you know, it was that bloody tunnel. Don't want to go into a tunnel like that since seen Sylvester Stallone in that movie. Mm-mm. Rocky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so how else was your week? Well, you know, this is a very interesting week for the priest because it is his high holy week. It's sort of like the uh, Paris fashion show of the uh, Episcopal Church type situation. So um, he uh, had to go collect palms for Sunday service. And uh, then he had to do... Uh, gathering of the bread and the wine last night uh, for Maundy Thursday and uh, so obviously Hosanna 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 Hey yes Sunday was Palm Sunday yes so I always get this one muddled uh huh yes uh, because I know the basic days I do love my theology yeah Uh, Thursday was the last brunch yes last brunch and a bit of Gethsemane afterwards yeah there were were not enough mimosas to go around I, I told him that he needed to get a rosemary focaccia pair it with a Chianti and he said I don't think that the um, you know uh, parishioners would go for that though. there's a Mary Berry with focaccia bread well, recipe we well, should try that sometime should we do it Sunday no it's too ambitious for Sunday sorry let's, I'm actually ooh, let's see how if I can get some potatoes tomorrow because whole foods <laughs> are completely out of potatoes if there's time because I've planned it out maybe a focaccia bread Sunday oh okay so, there we go there we go anyways so uh, he had to get the, the bread and the wine and he's got to collect nails for you know tonight for some reason wait what so I did see a church right yeah, yeah. up in Columbia Heights setting up uh, their yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, what's it, what, it's not an activity is it what would you call it uh oh god had you not asked me it, no it's uh, not nativity and then the arms are huge it, it, it's the, a pageant the mary had these huge arms la pieta yeah they were setting that out and she had these giant arms yeah, yeah. so he was buying the nails for the jesus he's not really buying the nails but you know he was I'm making a joke here oh shit so i fucked that one up didn't i yeah 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 i never know there goes some i mean you, you never know priests could be kinky and bad sometimes but no not with the nails so he's setting up for the week. Yeah. Anyways, he, he's got a very busy week, and he'll let me know maybe Sunday if he's coming for brunch or not. Well, if you would like to come over some carrot cake and some wine. Oh, I've already offered. He could possibly be at Rehoboth after the service, though. So who's to say, really? He, he's, he's a gay like that. It's a long way to go, isn't it? Yes, but it's a very stressful week. You know, like I said, he's on like high fashion at this point. I... Daniel, what sort of person are you? When you have a stressful week, like, I know the hubs is very much like, let's get away for the weekend, whereas I'm like, I want to put minimal effort into the minimal, minimal, minimal. Okay, Max, you and I are our best friends for a reason, yeah. because we're the same person, and it's very much like, I'm going to do a facial mask, and I'm going to, like, curl up for a week, and uh, don't talk to me. Like, like I, I'd set a bed up on a kitchen floor, because it's closest to the wine than it was to the bed, you know? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and I can get to the cheese. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what I do. It's very much like... I don't want to move from this spot, and I'll, I'll be recharged in about 24 hours. Like, that that's my approach. Hey, Daniel, I had a stressful day. Let's get in the car for three hours. Yeah, no. Fuck that shit. I don't want to travel anywhere. No. No, I, I just want to be at home and be in pajamas. And I do mean pajamas. Like, that's generous. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get the robe out and put the podcast hat on and be like, shut up, everyone. I do actually get the robe out sometimes. But are things good with the priest? Yes, things are good with the priest right now. You know, because he's been very busy this week, we haven't seen each other. But, you know, things are good with the priest right now. Yes. Yes, we, we will see how much it goes. But, yes, things are good with the priest. Is he going to have a week off next week? I sure as hell hope he has a week off next week. Because I would certainly like to have a little bit of his time. We'll put it that way. Yes. Well, because I'm about to go on a cruise. You so are about like, to go on a cruise. Yeah. 
I don't know when I'm going to fit them in next week, but I would certainly like to have some time. <laughs> well, I definitely know for a facty fact that you're busy on Thursday. And I fly out on Friday, so I'm just like, you've got like a two-day window. <laughs> and I won't pest you on Wednesday because I'm going to be cooking for the hope lunch at work. Well, I will be doing notes on Wednesday at the latest if I don't do them on Thursday. I'll be doing them between sausage rolls. I do love your sausage rolls. Could, could I make a request? Yeah. Could you make like one sausage roll for me on like yes. Thursday? That, oh, okay. no, because I looked at it. I was going to do like, do I do that single single serving or double? If I do single, they all have to go um, in. And I was like, yeah, don't worry. It's all get sorted. Listeners, I'm just going to say yeah. this. I will brag about Max. He can cook and a sausage roll is like one of my favorite things he can cook. Like I love, love your sausage rolls. You may have pre-guessed what the stack for next week was going to be. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my God, I'm no, so sorry. I was, I was like cooking. I was like going... No, I think I, I was like going, what can I do? I was like... Yeah. Don't do any effort. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but then a bit of touring, a bit of dating. Yeah. Have you had a date yet with the priest? We still have not had our first official date. I mean, we, we've, you know, been in sin, but we haven't had our first official date, yes. Yes, we're, we're still... Schedules are working about it because, you know, he he's very busy tending to the flock. Well... You know, that, that is that is the problem that I'm learning with the clergy is they do have to tend to the flock. It's a lot of shearing sometimes. I know a really good secret to tending to flocks. Oh, do you? Baram, you. Baram. <laughs> Are you calling me a pig right now? Are you calling me a pig? I'm saying that's how you control the sheep. Well, fair enough. I would I would do it if I could. But know. this is also a quick check-in mentally. Yeah. You are about to go on a cruise with a parental figure and a untumnal figure I don't know what the term is how are you feeling so listeners I'm going on a cruise with my father and my aunt um, I love them both dearly I'm about to um, sh- I don't want to say strangle my aunt but she's driving me crazy because she didn't register for the cruise with her email address she registered with my email address which means that I'm getting her notifications to sign in and they're coming like three a day and I'm like you really need to sign in Melissa Melissa sign in like they're asking you to sign in for this cruise so that's that's one issue that's going on my dad on the other hand is just like so what are your plans like in the afternoons when we're on the boat and I'm like I plan on being on a deck chair by a pool reading one of two books that I'm bringing he's like oh are you sure about that I'm like well I'm not going to be in the casino gambling like that's all you if you want to do it sir not me, but I will be sipping is an Aperol Spritz. Is he gam- gamble? Um, he likes playing blackjack occasionally, and by that he'll be like, "I have a twenty dollar limit, and I'm going to play blackjack, and what happens happens." Like he's a very responsible gambler. Yeah, he's so, very. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it, the way you describe him, it's not hard to see where you've come from. Right. He's not like my brother, who's like, "I have a hundred and twenty dollars, and we're going to play blackjack." And my brother is actually really good at it, so you know. It is what it is, but I'm just like, Dad, I'm not going to be at the casino. I'm sorry. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's been one of those situations, and I've also had to remind him that he does have, like, a spa afternoon, one of those days, and I'm like, guess what? You're going to be preoccupied. I'm also going to be preoccupied in the spa. Like, don't plan on anything that afternoon. I don't I don't envy you, to be honest. I think we're going to take the mother-in-law on a cruise. I'm sure it'd be lovely. We'll talk... You and I will talk off air about what cruise to take her on, et cetera, et cetera. Because Dad's already like, we should do another cruise to the UK. And I'm like, 
well, you need to enjoy this crew's first dad. It's called the QE fucking two. That's what I have told him. He's like, I don't want to be on the ocean. I love that. Showing Glass is getting a QE two over for Ooh. her eightieth birthday. Love that. On her own. Well, I've told you the next time I go back to the UK, I want to come back on that. That's well, always... well, we always said that when if we were to go back to England to live, we got when and the um the babes were still. Yeah. With us, we get we go over on a boat because they had the kennel. They had the kennel. We can go over. We won't put in a hold because that's where yeah. dogs go to die. Yeah. Um. Well, talking of England, um. How was your week? Sorry, I just I just dominated that. Well, section. no, no, please to. do. I always dominate. Well, on a microphone. <laughs> um. Well, England's like a fucking escape room at the moment. I'm I'm loving. It. I'm so excited to see everyone. But uh-huh. we uh sat down on Sunday and sent out the text messages. Um, and we're madly trying to see everyone. Um, I really, yeah, I was, like, it's very hard. And we've had some people go, we can't meet you on this night. Can we do something oh. that night? And I'm like, uh, like, there's very little room for one-on-one. This is yes. not speed dating. This is a group session. Um, <laughs> um, everyone, you can see me. I will turn this way and yeah, I will turn, turn that, that way. way. And Miss Lansbury will thank you for coming. Uh, <laughs> no, it is like it's it's good, but we we got our trip to Scotland booked up. We we're looking. A friend of ours is Scottish, so he's gonna he's, he's telling us where to go. And you're doing just Edinburgh. Just Edinburgh, because the idea is we got there on the Wednesday. We have a couple of days up there. We got a very early flights. So we actually arrive in Edinburgh at nine forty. Oh, I've got a really good hike. I oh yeah, better recommend. Yeah. yeah. So then we're going to start driving down on the Friday morning. Uh, That's not bad. Got, yeah. got a friend on seeing Saturday morning, so we've got a good good time. But it shall be good. Um, but talking of Brits, we had uh, the lovely Gillian uh, come stay, uh, visit us last Friday. She did indeed. Nearly got blown away by the hurricane. Yes, the hurricane. Well, they left the, the remnants of what was one. The hurricane and the pelican blew them away. So, Julian's uh, a very good friend, and randomly, we had a, a had a very interesting story of how we met. In that we got. Where do I? It's really weird to know where I start with this. So, um, about two months into our marriage, we went to the British Embassy, invited by a friend who told us there was an event party going on there. He was part of the American military. He still is. We get there, and then we turn up, and it's not so much a party as it is a lecture. Um, and um, when we arrive at said lecture, we are very fucking late. Are sat to the side. And as we are sitting to the side, and we sit there, we listen to this whole lecture. At one point, our friend decides to ask Mr. Mr. British Military Man, always Irish, I think, um, about how starting a war happens, to which said British Irish Military Man, in a very sexy, commanding way, goes, as a country, we purposely don't go out our way to start wars. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so they just we, we, have to, we, 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 we grab a drink afterwards, we're standing there and this lady comes up to us with her husband and goes, um, were you the guys? And we went, what do you mean? And she went, were you the guys getting married that day? And we went, we know you. <laughs> so then we remember our wedding day, we went to the <laughs> So as we're standing there, we are looking like a couple. It sounds really weird to say, but we were matching suits and we had the same kind of shade pink bow tie tie yes uh, people were saying congratulations and the lady walked past and went with her friend and went congratulations and went oh you're British you're English she went well, actually I'm Scottish she has a very Gillian's a very lovely broke yes very soft very lilty 
So you don't hear it initially, but then you hear it, I think. Mm, yes. And she said, congratulations. And it turns out that Gillian recognised us. Mm. And then so we uh, went out that night after or at the wedding night, the night that in the embassy, and we got dinner. And then we stayed very good friends. And they went back to England. They've come back here. There's loads of moving about. What part of Scotland is Gillian from? I, I think I, she told me that I on Friday. That, but... I want to say Glasgow, but I don't think that is the case. Oh. Oh, was it Aberdeen? Could be Aberdeen. Oh. Um, Either way. But, but she got lovely parents. And I remember the first time she came to our Boxing Day party with her parents. And that was the day after Christmas. And bought with her a scented candle and goes, I hear you in a one bedroom apartment with two boys and a dog and she was and I was like I love you Gillian um, but what was funny was that after we met them had this lovely night and all that sort of thing we ended up um, going for our wedding photos and we found a photo and her and her friend had photobombed us no and, and we always held out very that so we loved it and so they stayed very good friends and, were, and, and Gillian was in town with said friends this weekend oh yes that yeah, was very yeah, yeah. so we had a very lovely time we did have a good time then, to right? time and, and we closed out the place and that was all good so <laughs> um, that was that was it and it was lovely and then the next night we decided to have in the, in, in no uncertain terms the Povo night the Povo night yes. so I think yes. everyone's at the end of their credit card statements so decided to stay in my question of that night personally was where was the microphone oh my god there was so much that was going on well, the white wine was, was just, flowing wasn't it oh it was it was fl- we were here's the thing we were friends we were talking we were gabbing we we're gooping like it was it was wonderful like those are the nights i love like honestly like i really do truly love those nights and it was it was great uh we had conversations about wine and then someone spouted from the background well at least it wasn't heroin oh God. And we discovered their previous history. And I was I was actually rather shocked on that one, I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, oh. I was not. And my favourite moment <laughs> was one of our friends who has been who is a who is a, one of our many loyal listeners who won't mention by name. No. But came to realisation he'd done all parts of the military. <laughs> yes. And yes. the look on his face was like a child on Christmas Day. He's like, I've won the golden um, ticket, yes. Willy Wonka. Yeah. I've won. Um, and so, it's called chlamydia. <laughs> yeah, it was a very precious night. Um, but no, it was a good night. We had a giggle. I was, I was really happy with it. And then, but probably drunk a bit too much. Next day was a bit too good. But hey, you know, I, I was decent that night. I had had beer, which, and I left after I had finished because I was like, I need to be alert. So. But we're not drinking beer tonight, we're drinking wine. We are drinking wine. So in Ina's garden tonight, we are drinking a Torrantes, which is this lovely white wine from Argentina. Max, I want you to taste it, because the hubs and I uh, got very distinct flavor notes on it, and it was quite good. And it, it's surprising, because it's a white wine that has opened up, which is not a term that you normally would use with a white wine. No, so so I don't try the wine until on, on mic. This so everyone right. knows we're gonna peek behind the curtain. I will drink the wine beforehand. Max will actually test it on air. Should be a very floral note. Sweet. It is. It's a bit of a like honeysuckle. Yeah. Alright, and he's gonna taste it now, tasting. It's a thicker body to it. It's got yes. a body it's not it's not a watery wine. No, it's not a watery wine at all. Tastes like something I can't think what is it pear? Would you say it tastes like pear? Freesia? Oh, it's Pinot Grigio, isn't it? 
No. No, it's not. It's in the South Block family. But it's not lemongrass. No, it's not. It's not the citrus that you would think. It's got something to it. It's nice. But it's not. It's a sipping wine. It's a. It's a like a cantaloupe that I'm getting on the Ford note. It's a little bit meaty. Yeah, I could. I. I. I could have this at pre-drinks before dinner. Yes, absolutely. This is a. This is a. This is a pre-dinner wine. Pre-dinner. It's nice. Wine. Yeah. So I have not prepared anything from Ina's garden oh 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 okay the foil tray's out unwrapping now <gasps> what is it what is it it's Easter oh it's 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 Easter it's a hot cross bun <gasps> oh my gosh I love but, that but okay so there's a different recipe uh-huh. and also I was sitting watching Ted Lasso with the hubs last night and uh-huh. I went fuck I forgot the cinnamon oh okay so no cinnamon but, I put so you got the this is my favourite it's, it's the top which is glazed oh yeah so, as a suggestion from the hubby and I also had the idea as well I mixed in the marmalade and cinnamon mm-hmm. then I melted some butter and mixed cinnamon in that so it's been buttered with cinnamon butter and glazed with cinnamon marmalade so there's a lot of cinnamon in that so we're hoping it counteracts okay you take it back now mm-hmm. that's good mm. that's very good can I be honest? It tastes more Christmassy than Easter, but it's fine. I like it. I like it. It's oh. bready. It's a poor Hollywood. Hmm. It's, it's a little bit of a dense bready, but I like yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it needed a lot more. So, I a, a hot cross bun. For those who do not know, is a it's a sorry, it's like a tea cake. It's a very mm-hmm. simple mm-hmm. cinnamony bun. We have over Easter, and usually your mum buys like multiple packets of them and you eat them forever. Mm-hmm. But they are absolutely delicious. They're very simple. Um, is it Pantone? Is the Italian like it's got that cinnamony, heavy? Yes, yeah, so like it's a bit of Yeah, yeah Pantone. Yeah. That's a lot fluffier, but it's a simple yeah. flavour. Yeah. We have a cross on him. Uh, Americans do the cross with icing. We don't. We do it as right. flour. It's basically it's flour and water, and you do a cross on the top of them. Yeah. But they're very delicious. It's a bit like British tea. It's very sentimental for us. Um, I, I had a bit of a conniption last night. I realised I forgot the cinnamon. I oh, didn't. Honey, but it was very good. I didn't realise it. I, I did a Paul Hollywood recipe last year, and I've changed the recipe because I don't. I was doing it. I'm going. I don't remember a lot of this, but I did want to take a risk. Mm-hmm. It's a denser, more breadier bun. Right. I think it could be fluffier in my eyes. I proved it for quite a long time. So here's the thing. I'm actually not going to say no to the denser bun, though. That That's the thing. But you do need it. You need to toast it. And then I'm going to say the word lashings of butter. It needs to... Yes. It's, it's, you get it for four days a year. Because what you make, because Lent ends on Palm Sunday, doesn't it, really? I thought it was on Easter Friday. Well, no, because isn't it when he came out? Because he didn't travel through 40 days through the dark desert. And then so, he, so, and he so, arrives in Jerusalem. So Palm Sunday is before Easter Friday. So... Yeah, but I thought, uh, thought. But he comes back on Sunday. No, but he arrives. No, he arrived. No, he wasn't. Hmm. Well, don't we do Lent because Jesus gave up for forty days traveling through the desert? Yes, you do. Yeah, so he arrived out of the desert on Palm Sunday. He arrives in Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. I don't remember now. I don't know. You mentioned so, but anyway, so it is. But I'm a Reformed Baptist. I don't know. All I know is if you get a recipe <laughs> or you find one without icing, just 
melt loads of butter into it. It goes down so beautifully. I've got 12 of them. I'm going to be enjoying them for a while. So I'm going to say this. I was introduced to the American version with the icing, and I do like the one with flour better. Like, it's so not overly sweet, but I've enjoyed that. This is the point of it. We do do something which is... As much as people joke about our food being bland, tasteless, no, all that, I feel like you couldn't... A lot of it is that we were brought up on it, and I feel at the same time, Daniel, I do always feel that our upbringings were very similar. Yes. And uh, the yes. South and, the, and, and that has that... We're, and we're cousins. And it, was, yeah. and it was noted at our wedding that a couple of our friends from the South were like, mm. oh my God, you have so many traditions. I'm sorry, the file is just rattling. <laughs> um, I didn't hear it, so... <laughs> but no, so we do, but no, we do ha- um I know you have a lot, you do go for the sweet, you like the sweet teas and stuff. Right, I mean, you know, I wouldn't say tea is like the commonality, but like, I prefer like the desserts not to be su- I prefer there to be balanced and I feel like I have that with yours as opposed to like the hot cross buns that I've but ever you, had you've also retained the sense of the delicacy like the, the, yes. the, the food is there if you need it if yes. you need it yes you have like the yeah. sandwich and you sit there with your yeah. grandma yeah. yeah but no so I do like a hot cross bun and I'm like always every year I don't do a lot of bread bread is not I, I'll be honest it's not worth baking no, it, there is so much effort for so little return. Yeah. Which is why you're like focaccia, and I'm like, are you sure you want to do focaccia? <laughs> it's fun to do. We've got lamb on Sunday, so we're very... I mean, I should win Bake Off for what I'm bloody going to do in the next couple of weeks anyway, but um, oh, I might try focaccia. What Matt is making, that looks delicious. Oh, what is he making? Um, the vegan spinach uh, puff pastry thing he's done a couple oh, of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're excited. Cannot wait for that. That's enough talking about ourselves, but what's going on in a gayborhood? We discuss the stories that are gay, gay adjacent, or just a little bit camp. I'm glad you waited for the alcohol for some of these, but actually no, because I kind of feel we're going now more for the positive spins. I'm going to be honest with you, Max. I don't look for negative stories now. I just do not. It. I want it to be uplifting. I want it to be good. I want it to be like... A counteraction to all the evils of the world at this point, which I know I'm not even like counteracting, but I feel like I am. You know, basically, if yourself the Mason Dixie, we're fucked. But there's been some positive stories. Everyone, go check. If you want to Google Democratic successes in the in America, that's all we can say. Thank you, Wisconsin. Cheers. Oh, and thank you, Chicago. Oh yes, thank you, Chicago. Chicago. Sorry. Wisconsin was the one I was focused on. And he seems week. very eager and happy. Yes. Yeah. My one's a very light one this week, actually. Yes. Um, Jinx Monsoon, a lovely Jinx Monsoon. Yes, we love Jinx. Who has the greatest joke of all time. Evie Oddly's dick is so big, when I was doing a line of coke off of it, I had time to stop and realised I'd become my mother. <laughs> is going to be in Doctor Who. Uh, they, Doctor Who is the British science fiction programme that's been since the 60s. It's about a time-travelling individual. Um, and recently they have just added in... Yeah? So, question. No, no, keep talking and then I'll ask my question. So, yeah. So, um, obviously the Doctor <laughs> is a alien species and they regenerate. And every mm-hmm. so, so they've had, that's how they get multiple actors in. Uh, it went dead in the late 80s, came back in the 2000s uh, with Russell T. Davis at the helm. Russell T. Davis invented Queer's Folk. And if anyone has seen the British Queer's Folk, the... Oh, God, I can't see it. Not Nathan. Nathan's a young one. Vince. Vince is a huge Doctor Who fan. Mm. 
and Russell T Davies wrote that in he took over the show uh, and brought in a lot of gay sensibility in the so it wasn't a reboot they basically it was a regeneration so Mm -hmm. it continued on the same story we had Captain Jack played by John Barrowman yes Captain Jack Jack. and then we had Torchwood which was inspired by Captain Jack I watched Torchwood that was excellent the second season was amazing the first season had some clunkets Miracle Day was no Miracle Day Children of Earth was the the five part one yeah that's incredibly sad but very much worth it's a lot about culture and society yeah Miracle Day was not it stretched it too long I I know five parts is a bit Uh, five parts was yeah it was long Um, and then so the recent seasons have I, I I liked it so the Doctor famously went from being male to female which people had issue with I did not I mm-hmm. thought Jodie was great but so. the, the seasons did not work mm. and they were a bit clunky and um, now it turns out Disney Plus has finally so it's got American streamer because um, BBC America is shit so you've got American money well everywhere's got so they're going to pump some more money into it everything has American money right now but um, watching it adverts on BBC America was appalling Oh. But anyway, so we're very excited. Um, they've just announced Jinx Monsoon is going to be in an episode. They, I, I think they got a reasonably significant role. I, I hope they play a villain. Actually, you know, they, there's been a good history of it. That's literally what I was going to ask you about. So Jinx Monsoon, uh, role as voice actor, played a villain in Steven Universe, the animated series. Which I know you don't like animation. I love animation. I've seen bits of Steven Universe. I'm kind of ex- interested in it. Yes, I actually love the cartoon Steven Universe, but I also love animation, which I know is not your thing. But like, I want Jinx to be a villain. Like, I sort of do because she's so good at it. It's, she's delicious, as I often use that phrase. So, for those who don't know, um, the new Doctor. So they've got to go back to David Tennant. They're going to make him the fifteenth Doctor, and then they're going to go to as as part of the anniversary because it's the sixtieth this year. Mm-hmm. And then the actual new new Doctor under because Russell T Davis left it as a showrunner, now he's coming back. It's very convoluted. I can't mm. really go into it here. But if you've seen Sex Education, it's the guy from Sex Education. Yes, it's the friend. Friend. So it should be very interesting. But I think Jinxie was is going to be amazing. They've just come from a unprecedented successful run in in Chicago. Chicago. Yes. Like no one's. I mean, we knew Jinx is talented. Jinx is talented, but what Jinx saw should be that only that we thought would be the first week everyone going to see Jinx, and mm. then like as we vitalize the cast the energy's back it's amazing eight weeks later like or 12 at this point yeah i think 12 they extended out so that's in my little bit of news i'm I'm so excited for this new season i'm excited for the three-part anniversary specials i'm excited now for the new season um i hope jinxie has a good i hope she's hope she's the villain i I think she'll be good at it because like i said a good villain is delicious like think Angela Lansbury and Manchurian Candidate delicious like there we go dumb yeah so Max I'm going to sort of dominate for a little bit because I've got three stories but we're going to wrap two of them up in the same one uh, so I have some good news that country music has come out in support of drag queens in two different instances uh, the first one uh, happened at the CMT Awards when the host Kelsey Ballerini did her opening act um, she, well, she was the host, but anyway, she did the opening act. She, you know, talked about gun control, and then in the middle of the show, she performed her song "If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too," 
she walked out onto the stage. She had Manila Luzon, mm-hmm. Olivia, Jan, and one of the Davenports. I couldn't tell which one it was. And there was the pride flag behind it. Like, she was performing on stage Country Music Awards with drag queens. And, you know, she comes out later and she's like, you know, country music has always been progressive, which I'm like, question on that. But anyways... The female side. The female side, yes, absolutely. So I have to say, to interject, is that from what I've noticed is that um, drag, uh, country music is actually very gender gender binary. Oh, absolutely. It's probably one of the only genres of music that has, within it, has literally different so it, it's yeah. inclusive on the female side but the male side is slow am I right in thinking I heard this that Kelsey Ballerini is the first drag no drag queen sorry country <laughs> music star yes. to come out of the gate supporting LGBT rights I believe so that's her claim to fame isn't it that whereas Dolly was found by the gays Kelsey came out and said I support the gays right right yeah, yeah. no I think she came out with the gates like I love the gays. But also, I feel like Casey Musgraves was also in that category, too. So I'm not quite sure. Two Ks, not a third. But no, but I know oh, yeah, there's yeah. two. But I know, yeah. I know one of the two was the first to kind of say. I think yeah. she, she might be Casey Musgraves. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, the females, are more, the females are more supportive. But anyways, it was good. It was campy. It was everything you wanted. I watched the, you know performance it was it was nice it was very nice yeah. it was very nice very good uh the other news comes from one miss fancy herself reba mcintyre but she hates the gays she <laughs> loves the gays she once performed with a drag performer like who was impersonating her like during part of her shows in the 90s Beautiful. um came out slamming the tennessee drag bill saying god bless those men if they're wearing those high heels because you know Sure as hell, it takes a lot to do that. Um, she literally came out saying that she was so thoroughly disappointed. And, you know, she didn't make a comment saying that my job's not to be political. But she's like, you know, this is horrible that we're focusing on this. And she's like, you know, legislators should be focusing on something more important. Like, children who are homeless and hungry. Like, focus on real issues is what she essentially came out swinging and yeah. saying. And I'm like, thank you for saying that. Also, I'm going to say this. Dolly, we were still waiting on a statement from you to say something. Like, we are still there. Yeah. Still there. I think Reba is clever in highlighting the fact that it's not so much what we shouldn't... That we should highlight the fact this is happening, mm-hmm. but also the fact it's being used as a distraction. That makes yes. it even worse. It it's is not, a distraction. It's not they don't like us. They don't. Anyway, let's face it. Republicans don't like gays. But... It's an easy target. It's an easy target, but it's also a distraction piece. So, quite frankly, that's what she did, and good for her for, for doing that. Yeah. There's also, I mean, it made me laugh. There's always that story, isn't there? I don't know how much of it is true, but I think Jinxie had talk, said about her when she was at high school. She was very camp, very. She was out as a gay guy then. Yeah, now, yeah. obviously, she's trans. Yeah. But said that she got bullied by a football player and the girlfriend who was on the cheering team found out yes. and basically ripped the guy a new one and said you don't and there's a lot of stories about you know like about women stepping up which you know you, they don't have to do they've got right. a lot you know, women's rights have got, they've got enough fucking struggles um, but saying you know don't you fucking dare you want to be of us but these are our friends mm-hmm. and obviously there's a, I love that line in Will and Grace where 
where, where Grace is getting together with the Doctor or thing is uh, oh I, I can't remember Harry Connick Jr.'s character oh oh yes and uh, she falls out Leo, Leo. Leo and she falls yeah. out of Will and he goes you can't fall out of Will there's still 90% of you I don't know how to handle um, <laughs> and I think that you know that's such and no, even that's though it's so very stereotypical it's still like no so um, women don't realise how uh, we you know I know there's a lot of sexism in gay culture we are mm-hmm. we, we can be very sexist but we need women. We needed lesbians oh, during the HIV crisis. We still need women now to to help us through this because, quite frankly, you control your husband's dicks, and you know. And in the words of my big pet Greek wedding, the man would be the head of the house, but I am the neck, and I can turn it every which way, way I, I want, want to. to. And that was lovely. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do an atonement this week to get something right. Um, so I mentioned the first drag queen in the United States, or one of the first drag queens in the United States, was here in D.C. Um, I've actually got the name because there was a new law here in D.C. or an act being proposed that Swan Street of D.C., which is a lovely street south of us right now, is going to be renamed Swan Street uh, in honor of William Dorsey Swan, who was the first one of the first recorded drag queens who was a formerly enslaved individual who hosted grand drag balls during the 1880s uh, and touted it as the House of Swan. So that is looking to be passed, and I am so happy that the street is going to be renamed the same name that it is currently for this individual. So yes. Yes, and actually, not, actually a couple of times this week on podcasts I have heard that. Yes, so there we go. What has been gay culture for you this week? Uh, so my uh, culture of this week, uh, my drink was an Aperol spritz because it was 85 degrees at one point this time in D.C. this week. And I was just like, I need a summer drink. So I had an Aperol spritz. I still can't after that time. Did I make you an Aperol spritz? No, remember that brunch? And then we had to leave the drag show early. Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry. Yep. 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 Um, well, I've gotten over that. I've clearly blocked <laughs> that one out. Uh, my food of the week was tartines. It was very much a pro-tartine, the situation. Now, what's a tartine? It, well, okay, so tartines go by several names. If you're being fancy, it's a tartine. Uh, if you're being American, it's called an open-faced sandwich, where it's like you have a piece of bread and then something on top of it. So I was A croque-monsieur. Yes, it's a croque-monsieur, or, you know, a tartine. Uh, so I experimented with portobello mushrooms and shallots, and it was just delicious with mozzarella. Um, also, there was a lot more avocado going on this week. Uh, my songs of the week, uh, B.B. Rexa and David Guida, um, I'm Good, which was the parody off of I'm Blue. Uh, thank you very much. For some reason, this also came up. It was a throwback, uh, Casey Musgraves, uh, Breadwinner, for some reason. Nice. Yeah, back up in my feeds. Uh, my television show, French and Saunders, French and Saunders season three, specifically. It was when they went to the movies. Um, and my soundtrack of the week, just one. And it was a brand new listen, and I'm very disappointed in it. Uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, the Anne Margaret version of it. She does not have the vocal range. At which point, what's halfway. That, what's, that, what's the Anne Margaret version of it? Oh, she's singing the Dolly Roll. Okay, sorry, I'm trying not to interrupt, actually, because no, I feel like I do you're, not. You're but, fine. Um, I'm trying to interrupt so, the history of the best little house in Texas. I've never seen this film. I've seen I've seen enough clips of it because our friend Brian is a very big fan of it. Yeah. So was it a film originally? So it was a Broadway play, a Broadway musical originally became the film with Dolly Parton and then was revived on Broadway in the so 2000s. I always thought it was the movie then it became that. No. So Anne-Margaret yeah. was the original? No, Anne-Margaret was the revival. I can't find the original 
soundtrack in full. So when you see, because you see them at um, JRs and they have uh, they have best little haul. Yeah. Yeah, House of Texas. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Anne Margaret, but Anne Margaret was in Bye Bye Birdie, wasn't she? Yes, she was. Oh my God, get us! How gay are we? So that being said, how like naughty is that? So so here's the thing though, like listening to her version of the soundtrack, like I literally stopped halfway through and like put on the Dolly Parton version of it because I'm like, I need to hear someone that has vocal range. I was like, I cannot keep doing this, like. I need to hear someone sing Little Pissant Country Plays. I need someone to sing Ashley Hard Brought Candy Christmas the way it should be. Like, I watched that scene and her tits do not move once. <laughs> God is holding them there. Like, literally. God made a silicon. Anyway. <laughs> so you were disappointed. This is a revival. So it was a revival and it was one of these, like, I this week has been, uh, so I only got to listen to, like, a new soundtrack. But I was just like... This is not what I wanted. It was not what I wanted at all, and I was like very disappointed in the hour and a half. Yeah. Not when you on. say disappointed, like I feel like I've like, done wrong. No. no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you, when you hear me about disappointed, you're like, oh. well, and I don't use it often, but it's just like Anne no, Margaret. Anne Margaret, like no, because here's the thing, like she was. Bye bye, Birdie. Here's the thing, she was great in Bye Bye Birdie, like fantastic, but like she, the octave had dropped by that point in the two thousand. Sorry, two thousands, like. I was I was filling things. Well, now they know there's wine glasses on the table. I, I know there are wine glasses. So, anyways, what about your culture, dear? Uh, my culture, as always, I'll take over. No, so I did cheapy Tuesdays again. I went to see Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Uh, excellent. Good. Absolutely excellent. Uh, so I played Dungeons and Dragons for two months at uni. Uh, got a bit of a. I I don't like games. I'm I'm I don't mind a ball game. I'm like a quick card game person. Like one of those like Cards Against Humanity, which I know is classed as bullying right now, but who gives a shit? I love that game. So I knew enough about Dungeons and Dragons from the playing it for two months, the original movie with Thingy from Lois and Clark, the original Superman, and the original cartoon series. Um, Christopher Reeves. No, Lois and Clark uh, was the Dean Kane version. Oh, sorry, sorry. And it was sorry. the guy that played Jimmy Olsen was in the yeah yeah he was cute. Mm. So it's very good sword. sword. It's a very good sword and sorcery, but had a, it was a bit smarter. There was a bit more of a, an escape like caper attitude to it, which I really loved. Uh-huh. The thing is, Dungeons and Dragons is a very full, rich universe, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of detail, and how they managed to write it in was that there was a two levels that you didn't get confused. Yes, there were some couple of like classings, so they were all meant to be characters that you meant to be able to play. Mm. And there's jokes about one of the characters not being a playable character mm. and doing boring stuff. Mm. So, but the way they wrote it was that even though you they 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 used the terminology to create the idea of a used fuller universe. Mm. So even though I may not have got the detail of it, mm-hmm. you felt like you were living in a detailed deeper world uh, and I loved it and the highlight was that during the May sequence there was a throwback to the cartoon series and I got that and I was like boom there's Barbie <laughs> um, so I was really 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 um, good with that trailers and stuff this week there was a huge announcement of Star Wars uh, I don't think yes. I've been seeing much stuff it looks like they're going to end the Mandalorian with a movie which is amazing and the Ahsoka trailer fuck me hard with a lightsaber <laughs> 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 okay, bars. Hmm. Oh, yes, bars. I went to a little gay pub. 
Did you? Yeah, it went after our um, little show we saw on Sunday, which we're going to talk about in a minute, as a, as a, a oh, related in our culture. I, I was probably like, you went to help me, but it makes sense why you Yes, no, we went because you, you jumped in the cab. Um, I couldn't walk because of the foot. There's a new bar in DC called Little Gate Pub. It's owned by various members of the DC elites. I say that, but you know who you are. You control the culture. Yes. It's got a nice atmosphere. It's a nice bar. It's a very clean bar. It's a good-looking bar. It's also a new bar. It's a new bar. Here's the question. Will you and I be going back to said bar? I would go back to that bar. Okay, good. There is a um, a weird thing about this bar. Oh. Now, I'm going to say it's up front. I like this bar. Oh, yes. I go back to this bar. Mm-hmm. Maybe people that I know that annoy the shit out of me go to this bar a lot. And if I yes. see them on certain social medias, I may go, let's not go to this bar. Fair enough, I know there's individuals. It is called a little gay pub. Yes. Gonna go for a deep dive. How deep is it? I'm British. Yes. Did you know that? I, I, I had hints at it. I've been going to pubs for I'm thirty eight this month. I've been going to pubs for thirty six years. Uh, yes. This is not a pub. I do not know why it's called a pub. Uh, yeah. I asked them what beer do you have on tap? They went, we don't have any beers on tap. I said, what British beers do you have? They said, we don't have any British beers. I paid $8 for a bud fucking light in something called a pub. $8? Yes. So, I think the Little Gay Pub is a lovely DC piece of nightlife. I do not think it is a pub. Question. Could I get a cocktail there that's properly made? I think you could. But, so, so it's not a pub? But no, pubs don't pub. do... I've got tell us. No, no, that, 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 that's why yeah, I'm that's insane. Question. That's like, the thing. Yeah, that's my thing. Um, so yeah, it's a really nice bar. I just don't. I think it's a wasted opportunity, a wasted concept. I'm sorry. I am. Um, don't don't cancel me. Don't ban me from the bar. I think you're really great. I I love and I did like see. We that. love more queer spaces. I, yeah, queer spaces are great, but I was like, you have a beer on tap. That's not a pub. Um, mm. And also, someone highlighted a friend of mine um, who, if you want to be recognised and you listen to this podcast, let me know, and I'll you know I'll I'll, I'll spot your name next week on their Insta. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, said there's a new bar in town, and uh, its Instagram lets you know that basically they just want uh, liked certain, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah certain certain people. Ah. I I knew exactly what bar to look at and. Yes, I, I, the Instagram feed was basically just all twinks taking bath from selfies. Um, oh, fantastic. Uh, but no, no. As I, I think it's going to be a nice bar, but I do, I don't get the pub. I'm sorry. I'm going to say, and also, well, that was a question I had. Like, pub is very distinct. I did see on the other table someone I cut up like, like weenies mm-hmm. and wrapped in that, and I'm like, if anyone says they're a fucking sausage roll, I'll fucking murder them. So they don't actually have food either. They so do, but I don't think twinks eat. Celery, air. I mean, air, basically. Um, they binge and purge after a deep breath, so let's just face it. Um, but anyway, let's end on a high note. Yes. Because God, God, shit, tons, tons passed. It's going to be a long episode, this one. Oh, that's fine. I have a new podcast. Oh, you got a new podcast. You do have a new podcast. It's not a new one, but it's an old one, but I didn't know they had it. Oh, did you? Kathy Burke has a podcast. <gasps> no! She does. Shut the front door. I, I love know. Kathy Because um, something you said about, she basically, on, on the latest episode, claimed she got cancelled by Piers Morgan, and he apologised. I was like, she has one. 
Cappy Burke. I'm not going to explain Cappy Burke to anyone. No, but I'm because quite, quite frankly, if you need to have Cappy Burke explained to you, I'm going to say Magda. Um, or was it... Magda. I'm sorry, no, Magda. What, oh my God. What was a what? What was her name in Gimme, Gimme, Gimme? Uh, Linda LaHughes. I don't know Gimme, Gimme. Oh, we're going to watch that together. That's a okay. sitcom. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, but yeah. It's a we'll Winning Grace for Winning Grace. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. Was she Karen, essentially? No, she was She was Grace. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. okay. So yeah. it's called um, Where There's a Will, There's a Wake. Um, they discuss death. You know, I would be very soothed by her talking about death, to be honest. It begins with her going, I use the F word, so if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Um, and actually, strangely enough, this week, the guest she had on was Jennifer Saunders. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, so um, I cannot recommend it enough. It's forty-five minutes. It's so it's 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 beautiful. It's really fun. There's a whole joke about a masseuse that I literally was. Luckily, I'm the only one to sit in my air of the office. So please, please. Are you cackling? I no, I couldn't. I no cackling is an under cackling does not do this service. So give this a go. Um, I, I highly recommend Kathy Burke is one of the greatest. She's younger than Jennifer Saunders. Yeah, but okay. So this being said, I love Kathy Burke. I adore Jennifer Saunders. So like the but fact Je- they're on the same podcast. But Kathy like, Burke speaks like this, and Jennifer Saunders. She does have a. She has a slightly more like. Yes. Here's the thing. Whenever she's in character, she can be like all the way up to like a ten, but. Normally, like, relax, she's like a two. She's very, yes, I, you know. There was a bit this, where she yes. goes, they go, and, and Kathy Burke, I won't give too much away, but she goes, you know, what do you think is going to happen when you, you die? And Jennifer Saunders just goes, well, you know what's going to bloody happen, don't you? There's going to be two seconds of, on BBC News, sweetie, sweetie, darling, and then a bit of French and Saunders. But no, definitely worth, definitely worth it. I cackled my ass off. So before I move on to the next section, I have got two things to say. Yes. Uh, we have just had a little pee break. <laughs> I have to say this, I have to pull the curtain back. Not literally on the shower. My MVP of this week's culture was tulips. Tulips? They're everywhere. Oh, year. yes. They well, are yeah. very much everywhere this year, I feel. Yes, they are very much in vogue to be planted. Someone did it in the fall for them to come up now. But and the hyacinths too. Like they're, they're all lovely. Place. Yes. Also, the other MVP of this week's culture is um, a favourite podcast of mine, Reach a Milestone. Oh, okay. I never told you, our first episode today uh, hit its 100 listeners. <gasps> oh, that's you, love. Yeah, yeah. You didn't tell me that. No, and I kept it this, and we, we reached our first 100. Cheers to that, Max. Cheers to that. So I'm yes. actually very proud of that. Very like, proud of that. I'm beaming. I, I beaming. Am, yeah. I am beaming. So we've had a good week, for listeners. We are. Uh, um, you know, we're going to be honest. We are, we are a very. We 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 joke that we are nobodies, but we kind of are nobodies. You know, yeah, we are, yeah, we yeah. are not Jimmy Jamil, who is still fucking hilarious. But no, we are we are um, nobodies um, trying to get out in the universe, talking about random shit. Yep. Um, so and we actually probably could get more people if we spoke a lot more about shit but anyway but thank you thank you thank you um, get man dude but anyway we, we've enjoyed <laughs> hearing back from people um, getting some reviews someone's on there called Roy Kent um, if that is you Brett you are my uh, you are my one um, have you been tagging Roy Kent because I haven't I have not someone no someone has someone left a review under the name Roy Kent oh 
That wasn't you, was it? No, no, it's not me. No, that's that's not my screen. So if Brett Goldstein, you have been listening to the podcast and reviewing, it's okay, you're my free pass. (laughs) You're also my pass, just in general. No. It's not free. That may have been the culture for us, but what is making the impact for everyone else? We check the feeds, test the moods, and answer the questions. What is gay culture? Well, to be honest, like this week has been, we live in DC, so this week has been about the indictment mm. and thing that, but there wasn't. There have been happy hours out the wazoo. It's all been orange. I drink Aperol. There we go. Sorry. But there really hasn't really been a lot about that. Um, my culture, well, I mean, we, we have a both a shared culture so yeah. I'll just see my quick culture was that a New York judge was fired uh, because basically they found out he was on only the fans but here is a funny thing reading the articles he, he got, wasn't innocent well he was not innocent but he got fired because of a Twitter comment that he made he did tell someone who was um, conservative to go suck a dick choke on a dick even better yeah choke on a dick um so I, I do agree that there are questions with the comments that you're making, but then it came to light after the comments, which is what he got fired for, for un, um, not sportsmanlike, but for unprofessional behavior for a judge, that he hasn't only the fans, which let me tell you, he's got a body yada yada. I did not he subscribe. Does. But do you, you think know. because he said choke on a dick rather than suck on a dick, it was considered aggressive language? Well, yes, because I've never told anyone to choke on a dick. <laughs> they told you. No, I. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because it's. I think we do get the trouble with a lot of our communities that we do tend to jump to conclusions with stories. Yes. And I read this and was just like, well, first of all, like, I would never say that professionally to like right. anyone. And that's the problem. Is the thing is, but it was also presented in most of the news sources that I was looking at that it was because he had the only the fans that they. Um, fired him, and it was, that wasn't because of that. That was the secondary thing that came up. That's why he's not panicked about losing his job, right? Because he has a second source of income. Well, in addition, that he's still working at his law firm, so he has a third source of income. Really, like you know, like he, he yes, it's. So you think? Do you think though that we're getting a lot of this like explosive sort of stuff now? Well, I do think we're getting a lot of explosive stuff, but also like the nature of sex work is changing in the digital age. Yeah. Like that. That's the thing. Here's the thing. If you listen to my first podcast that I had, sorry, not with you, I am pro sex work if we, you know, decriminalize it and we regulate it. Like that. That's the thing, and this is where we're getting to. And I think very much just the fans, only the fans, is very much regulized, or regulated, sorry. Regulized is not a word, but regulated. But um, the big hubbub was like, they were all leading with the porn thing, and that was not the porn thing. It was, he was just unprofessional in his behavior. No, he, he should have been, I do think maybe they were waiting for him to say something. Oh, yes. They were clearly targeting him. Well, yeah. I don't know. I... It, it was very interesting to see how that was allowed to blow up and I think that was the, that's the culture right now is that it it's so hard because we there is a conscious effort to make people understand how sex work works and then you have these oh fired for sex work well it, you know like and my initial reaction is that we are in a very poor financial time um, we need to readjust our no we don't they do need to readjust their also, attitudes to sex work. Also, it's the oldest profession in the world. Like, we've sold our bodies for millennia. Like, 
Not that I'm going to go out in the corner because you know, no one's ready for all this jelly. But anyways, you know. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I obviously, I've never, <laughs> ever prescribed to sex work. But you know, you turn around to your husband and say, "Hey, can you buy something on your Amazon Prime account?" You know, it's like Jesus. When I'll, I'll flash a tear. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I did flash a tear, and um, he then basically we are in the process of getting divorced. Um, <laughs> It wasn't that he just got a pube in his throat when he breastfed. <laughs> just the one, just the one, just dear. the one. That annoying little single one. <laughs> I thought it was two. <laughs> you just sit there and you guys get the tweezers out in the mirror. You're like, oh, it's in two different teeth. <laughs> but no, so that was. I think that that story was the basically epitome of gay culture right now. Well, yes, because here's the thing. I think you and I both know enough individuals that have OnlyFans pages at this point here in DC that work for the government, etc. Some of them don't even bother with OnlyFans. I love their few no. few Twitter accounts. Oh, exactly. Like, here's my ass. There you go. Just the ass. Just the ass. Here's me being fucked on a Saturday night, being rubbed by seven guys. I'm a slopopotamus whore. Well, the best one I heard is, so my fart hole can look like Chewbacca with a hair lip. <laughs> yes, I, here's the thing. Like, I think we know individuals that have done worse. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Or yeah. better. On that note, let's move over to the next thing. Which is the culture that we actually want to talk about. Daniel, you look stunning this week. You actually look like a right Bobby Dazzler. Do I look like a Bobby Dazzler? Is the hour-long facial I did this afternoon, let me tell you. So technically we're breaking our rules right now because yeah. we should be talking about what's in the feeds, but what we went to see this week was not in the feeds, but in that but way it should have been in the feeds. And so if you weren't in the feeds, so I have a distinct disdain. That's a nice name. That would be a good drink name. Distinct disdain. Distinct disdain. Yes. For... Um, well, I don't really have a disdain for them, but people that really like worship British culture, but mm, basically yeah. the epitome of that is it's a Union Jack flag. This week we finally got to see the lovely Sarah Millican. This is after two attempts, or one This is our second attempt. Uh, second attempt, yeah. So Sarah Millican, blah, 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 blah. Sarah Millican is a British comedian who famously got famous um, after turning to comedy from her divorce yes she from is her first husband first husband so she yep. is Millican by divorce uh, yeah. but she has been one of my favourites for a few years I introduced her to my husband uh, when we were driving to Denver because it was a long drive and I said I think I know a comedian that you might like and actually well, so we put on uh, her her episode of Brett, Brett Goldstein's podcast mm-hmm. And it was just hilarious. And he said, does she have anything? And then during COVID, had uploaded all her uh, free specials. Right. So when we got wind that she was coming to DC in a smaller venue, we immediately booked tickets that got cancelled. I was very disappointed. We were, yes. Well, mainly because also she's so big in England, it's so rare to get her in a small venue. Right. And I was like, oh, that's a really rare opportunity. Especially here in DC. It was going to be intimate. So then she got these other two. Uh, and, and I mean... She's very good at primetime BBC comedy, yes. but then she was just amazing for it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, here's the funny thing. Like, about mm, about the time we were supposed to see the first performance, my dad was like, do you know this comedian Sarah Milligan? He's like, I've watched like all these YouTube like, specials about her. And I'm like, yeah, dad, I'm going to go see her. Like, And then she canceled. And he's like, I don't understand what she did. And I was like, she canceled COVID. Like, it happens. 
you know. And then, like, last week, I was like, Dad, guess who I'm going to go see? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, Sarah Milliken. He's like, oh, my God, you're going to go see Sarah Milliken? Like, Does he like her? Yes, he loves her. So he's like, my noonie. And I'm like, stop saying that, Dad. But yes. So the thing is, Sarah Milliken, she's from the north of England. Yes. And she is very northern. Like, yes. and a lot of Americans have a hard time with very strong British accents. Mm-hmm. And she and she didn't slow down. Her the, the cadence was not. But she was clear. She enunciated like I didn't have any issues. I didn't need like subtitles. Like I was creased over. Um, we were laughing with laughing. the people in front of us. Like so, the reason that we are saying this as part of our culture this week is not because we are saying it was part of the feeds. We are kind of. Daniel and I are not gatekeepers. No. We do not tell people what the culture is. But this week... We're the opposite. We're telling people what the culture is. <laughs> yes. Um, and it should have been Sarah Medican. Yeah. We went to see her. She impressed my husband because she does audience participation. Yes. yes. And I... Can I can I set the stage just a little bit? A little bit. Please do. So we were sitting in the balcony. Not the mezzanine. The balcony. And she asked for someone to say, what did you do during the pandemic? What did you purchase during the pandemic? Yes. And my dear friend Max, who was sitting right next to me, getting as a schoolgirl, shouted out, we bought a cinema! And she was like, what? Well, she so she went to someone else. Right. And And then then she she came back to to you. And though the hubs went, what? And so that threw me in a sense of, Am I being boring? No. So someone else, and he goes, what do you mean we don't have a follow-through on that? Yeah. So just to backtrack, during the, I'm a huge cinema fan. I yes, adore the cinema. I go every week, as you know. So during COVID, I miss the cinema. So my husband decided to buy me a projector and a screen. And we strung it up and we watched Empire Strikes Back on uh, a couple months after my birthday. That's my built birthday treat. And we've watched multiple movies up there. Um, yes. Sadly, the weather's not always been consistent in DC, but we did buy technically a cinema, which has always been a bit of an issue because yeah. we watch a lot of movies, and yeah. some of the movies are not appropriate, and everyone can see it. Though we have got people from the building opposite us saying, "What are you watching?" And we have, uh, I think, people watching the movies we're watching. You know, we've been watching, you know, Hocus Pocus. And they're like, what are you watching? It's like, Hocus Hocus Pocus. (laughs) It's Halloween. (laughs) So people did their things. And then, so I, we must have got our attention. Oh, not that, but she must. You got her attention. attention. But also, but generally because it is like, she heard something formulated a joke. So she did someone else in the mezzanine on the balcony. And then she came back and went, I heard some guy over there. I was a bit disappointed she didn't work out that I was British and say that, oh, where are you from? Oh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, but she, she went, she best you, the guy over there, and I panicked, and you went to me, Max, that's you. And I went, ah, we got a cinema. She said, what do you mean? You like, I physically poked you. What do you mean you bought a cinema? I said, oh, we, and I was like screaming across the audience going, I bought a, my husband bought me a screen and a projector. And, um, and, and then she went, oh, what did you watch up there? You didn't watch, what do you watch? And I was about to say Empire Strikes Back, but that sounded boring. And, Je- and the husband nearly went, we watched Sean Cody, which we have never done, because that's just, would be projected against everything. Wh- but, which, 
listeners, Sean Cody is a gay porn studio. Gay porn studio. And we don't watch porn on this. That's that's not because because literally everyone would see us. Right. But because we hesitated. And then the two gay guys in front of us heard Sean Cody and started laughing, and everyone started laughing. Sarah Millican went, there was a pause and a lot of men laughing, so I'm guessing there was pause there. And we lost it at that point. But at that point, I was like, oh my God, they would never, because they've already, they've already released the, the, this performance, so it's not, yes, not yes, it's, yes. I would never be on it, but... All I know is that I did sit there and have an, a wee interaction with Sarah Millican and she does believe, which is completely untrue, that there was naughty stuff done. And we do not even watch... The last one we watched up there was Paddington 2. Right. So can I hold your hand for a moment? Like, I literally actually want to hold your hand for a moment. Like, on Sunday night, he was so fucking giddy. He's like... I just interacted with Sarah Milliken. She's my favorite, like, comedian of all times. And I'm like, I know, Max. Like, you actually did it. Like, literally, he was shaking. And I was like, Max, this is so wonderful. Like, and I am so glad that I was actually sitting next to you to see you do that. Because you, you were, like, you were almost in tears. And I was like, honey, it's okay. Like, it's Sarah fucking Milliken. Like, she was fantastic. Like, But if you do want to, and I thank you for that. But if you do want to, YouTuber... All her stuff is on YouTube. Yes, she is very much, I will say this, like, you know, interjecting. She is very much body positive. She owns that she is bigger, voluptuous, and she's got poor eyesight, and which com- I can relate to so much. And her comedy is 90 minutes, yes. so you get a good go there. Right, and it was very interesting because she actually had an intermission, which I never had. Oh, I love. I love, don't get me wrong, I loved, but I've Everyone's never had that. Break. And now it's time for Old and Tired, where we attempt to make sense of the stories that have baffled us. But instead of Googling it ourselves, we have the other ones do it, because that's what friends are for. You kind of lightly nudged, nudged me on this one. Nudged, 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 nudged And how much did I nudge you on this one is my question. So, as anyone's probably seen, because this podcast comes out a week after we record but did i nudge you last night is my question yes you did oh, nudge me last night fuck it was the pimp's night sorry but the week <laughs> the week this week we are blown up by the barbie trailer and oh, yes. barbie 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 so everyone is adapting their stuff this week and i think our probably our social will be the barbie poster oh, yeah, poster yes, yes. Uh, the new barbie trailer came out it looks fabulous daniel was like why is everyone talking about the bar why is everyone doing barbie posters basically the trailer came out that completely revealed that there's going to be a thousand actors playing like thousands of Barbies, basically. Yes. Um, Every single Barbie that was ever created from by Mattel. Issa Rae playing President Barbie to Kate McKinnon playing the Barbie that has felt tip on their face and their hair cut off. To Midge and Chrissy and all the other ones. We're waiting until you play Skipper. But yeah. no, so uh, Daniel, this week basically, because the Barbie trailer came out and the gays have basically accepted it into their hearts and therefore Mattel and the... It's like their lord and saviour. Are basically going, thank goodness the gays have got this. Uh, that is why everyone is doing Barbie, Barbie, Barbie. I think our podcast will graphic will be Barbie, Barbie, Barbie this It'll week. We are, I'm, I'm excited for this. Uh, the trailer looked really good. I'm very curious. Um, I think there's a lot of irony in the trailer. I'm kind of curious. As a, it's not... It's going to be interesting because there is... 
it's not a child trailer. It's not. A, it's not a trailer no, for ten year olds. No, 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 no. So I know there's a lot of CGI, um, mm-hmm. Pixar style Barbie movies. I, it's not going to be a Barbie Barbie movie. No, not at all. And I think they're kind of counting on the fact that they're, they're going for the expendable income crowd over the child crowd. So do we know when that expendable income crowd needs to show up at theaters? July twenty first, I do believe. July. Yeah. Not during Pride Weekend. July. Everyone's gonna be busy during Pride Weekends. We're gonna be finally sober by July twenty first. They probably worked out the they probably worked out the maximum uh, maximum intake of alcohol during Pride Weekend for most American gays, and this is when we're eventually gonna be sober by. That was more wholesome. I was gonna be like, "How long does it take to come off ketamine?" Is there? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, just yeah. say nay. Nay. No. So it's gonna be good. I think. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be very clever. I. I think they. They are definitely relying on though the older crowds. It's not a kids' film at all. No. 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 It's definitely twenty-five plus. I would say, like as older, like yes. I think they're working this out. Yes. Oh, oh God! It's word of the week, and it was a word that I, you know, we'll, we'll do the intro, and then I'm gonna lead up with it. And so with that, we learn a new word this week. Do we think it's got staying power, or will it disappear? Does it make sense, or makes our ears bleed? Max, I literally looked at you and said, "You've got to explain this word to me." So, Sam Medicans tour was called Bobby Dazzler. Everyone yep. thought it was her support act. A Bobby Dazzler is a—it's like a slang term in England. It is basically a person or thing of outstanding or excellence. Well, That's a right Bobby Dazzler. There we it's go. Very simple. Uh, it worked in England. Did not work outside of England. Good nope. for you, Sam American. Did not work at all here in the states, <laughs> as the American counterpart here. As we reach the end of our show, we come to our final thoughts, and we make sure they're as petty as possible. This petticoat lane, where we pick a topic that's been irritating us, and we let you know why. <sighs> I've got multiple. I'm always like moaning about something. You're like Myrtle, moaning. Moaning Myrtle. No, I think at the moment I'm going out for earlier runs because the weather's getting warmer and trouble yeah. I'm hitting the school crowds. So, you know, parents can just kind of keep the single side of the sidewalk. Fair enough. I think I've said that already, actually. But, you know, just guys. Or you know what? Don't send your kids to school. Do they need to read? Probably not. Also, like, kids these days are using their phones a lot. Like, literally, they walk into me. I mean, I allow them to walk into me because I'm yeah. like, like, just like, like, they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, sir. I'm like, sorry, sorry. Like it, first of all, it's ma'am. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Look at the haircut. <laughs> I don't know. At the moment, everyone's just walking so fucking slowly. Well, they're not gays. They're not homosexuals. Oh, anyway, Daniel, what drink culture is going to be next week? A uh, culture of next week. Well, God, I'm going to be frantic because I'm going on a cruise. I haven't vacationed internationally in four years, so that's going to be my culture of the week. I'm baking for a work potluck. I'm, I'm sorry and I, I can't wait for that I'm baking for a work potluck and it's an international one and what everyone is doing is delicious amazing amazing spice dishes I'm probably going to be the first person to turn up to an international potluck with sausage rolls and merry berry carrot cake so uh, that's my culture for next week but you know what it's going to work it's going to work it's going to work I hear it anyway on that note cheers cheers You've been listening to Bitches With Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. 
Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use. We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled. Cheers. Cheers.